0: actually counseled marriages where you know the mother actually moved in oh yes with the, and it destroyed mm-hmm. their marriage mm-hmm. so there's a level of attachment or codependence that i think we can touch on when it comes to boundaries and respect
1: if you haven't had those conversations with your spouse about boundaries with your extended family or even your co-parents now is a great time to do that you know what is acceptable what is not acceptable your blended
0: family has a 100 percent chance of success when you do it god's way
1: We are Blended Kingdom Families, and we want to provide biblical resources to heal and restore families with a message of hope for the next generation.
0: Let's get after it. Hey guys, welcome back to the BKF podcast. We are excited to continue our series on extended family relationships. Last week, we really dove into the importance of family and love and forgiveness, Uh, so if you haven't already... Push pause, go back, watch that one, yep. and then come back and join us. Uh, also, if you haven't like, share, comment, review, we love to hear from you. Uh, in a few weeks, we're going to be doing Q and As, and we're going to be answering a lot of questions yes. just from you. So don't miss an opportunity to shoot us what's going on in your family yes. and what you want us to talk about. Yes. Which would be great. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're excited to be back, continuing the series on extended family relationships. Let's just do a. Real brief recap. So when we say extended family, Mm -hmm. what are we including?
1: Yeah, I think anything, any family outside of the core unit. And so that can be grandparents, aunts, uncles, um, cousins, nieces, nephews.
0: Second cousins twice removed. Sure. Yeah. All the above. The crazy uncle that lives next door. Yeah. All those different people. Um, And today we're going to talk about um, how to set boundaries Mm -hmm. and how to have mutual respect for each other. Because we know in blended families really in any family, yeah, this concept of the extended family kind of interjecting themselves into yeah. your nucleus family uh, can be a little off-putting sometimes. Oh, yeah. It can definitely stretch the boundaries. Yeah. Um, but we hinted last week, so we're going to start this one off with kind of a funny story. Yeah. When we talk about boundaries. Boundaries. So this happened, uh, my mom did this, and we can tell it now because she's with Jesus. Yes. Um, and she's, <laughs> Looking down on us, going, I can't believe I did that. But I'll let you tell the story.
1: That's yeah. So r- shortly after we had just been married, I believe it was close to the holidays, and we had gone to visit your mother in Brownwood, Texas. And she and she kind of stopped evolving in the nineties. So she was still watching like VHS tapes and put on a movie for Michael to watch.
0: That's very true. Like nineteen ninety four was. Yeah. That was the end. That was like, the end. Basically, every she still had a flip phone flip phones. She just said, I'm good enough right here. And we're good.
1: Yeah, she she, she stopped right there. So uh, she had put on a movie for Michael. And mm-hmm. I remember you were in the bedroom with Michael or something like that. And she handed me this clear plastic envelope that looked like it had some lace and it was purple, it was purple. and kind of silky looking. And I remember... She had gone like into the other room. You had come out, and I had opened it up. And when I pulled it out, it was uh, your mother's lingerie.
0: It was a purple one, too. It was
1: a purple one.
0: Now, my mom wasn't... You and my mom's build wasn't the same. Yes,
1: d- different build. And um, But this was a passed-down gift for me. And I, I didn't really know what to say in the moment. Um, and then when I showed you... Um, you kind of had a had a, a very uh diff- your, your response was was yeah. it, it was a fu- i'm gonna say it's a funny one it uh, uh may not have been a holy one but it was uh we were shell-shocked to say the least that his mom
0: and when you held it up you were like you held it up and i was like yes so my had to like take two or three steps before i understood what that was
1: so talking about crossing boundaries i didn't really know what your mom was trying to infer by doing that but um one thing that i loved about your mom is that she loved to give gifts so every time scott's mom would come and visit she would bring something that was hers from the shed that was yours that you grew up with but was like i wanted to give this to you so it was Mm. old and anyways, long story short, I finally had to have a conversation with her, um, mm. just saying like, hey, we don't, we don't want any more gifts, like we don't need gifts, Scott and I are not clutter people. Um, and so, you know, it, that's one funny example of-
0: So if you've ever been on lingerie from your mother-in-law, we wanna hear from you. Uh, because I believe that story will live on in infamy. Oh my gosh, uh, I'll we'll, never forget it. We'll, we'll tell that story forever. Yes. Um,
1: But getting back to (laughs) (laughs) boundaries, boundaries, and and respect—you know, the importance of setting healthy boundaries. Scott, what are? Why is it important to set healthy boundaries with extended family, um, for your blended family?
0: Okay, so before I before I say that, I want to kind of just draw a distinction here. This is one of the things that I think a lot of people don't separate. When you get married, you are not. Technically joining somebody else's family, Mm -hmm. they are not joining your family. Yes, you are creating your own family. Yeah, and then you have extended family relationships. I think that's a really important point that a lot of people fail to to really just translate. Yeah, Uh, we understand the importance, and everybody's a little different. Yeah, so I think you know when you're in a blended family, you don't you know, like, hey, I'm real close to my parents. Hey, I'm not real close. Hey, they live far away. Hey, they live next door. Yeah. Um, We've seen these things play out in a lot of different ways. But the importance of boundaries is it sets the expectations for how things are going to, I'm going to use the word govern, uh, how things are going to flow, what's going to be acceptable, what's not going to be acceptable. And that really applies in so many different areas. Um, I think, When I hear the word boundaries, I think a lot of it in the sense of saying, hey, listen, you know, our time at home Mm -hmm. is special. So showing up unannounced, showing up, um, you know, with different items or showing up when basically you didn't ask to be there. Yeah. Uh, I think that's one of the physical boundaries that we set.
1: Yeah, I think f- there's physical boundaries coming in uninvited. And mm. so I know that was something that we actually dealt with, with your mom. She would have a lot of doctor's appointments in the DFW area, mm. and she would ask you, but she wouldn't ask me. And so she would bypass me and ask you or let you know. And mm. Scott's not always the best at informing me on things.
0: So all well, of a sudden... I thought it was a big deal. I yeah. thought, you know...
1: So... um So a lot of times, like she would show up unannounced and I had no idea or I would have plans and it's not that I didn't want her to be there. It was just that it was, it felt intrusive. And then when you feel like uh, extended family is, when I felt like she was going behind my back to go to you, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it obviously created some tension and, you know, I wondered why, like, why, why did she not feel comfortable enough to come to me or, you know, um, it just make me. It made me feel like I didn't have a voice in the situation, which then can cause issues in the marriage. It didn't. It never caused issues in our marriage. Um, mm-hmm. I think we were always open and talked about it, and you know, worked through that. But, um, but I think you know, even when your extended family is going to one mm-hmm. one of you and not coming to you together, that can
0: feel um, like you're being left out. Well, and I think in those situations, you know, you say, "Well, they asked me, and I said yes," and I was. I wasn't going to say no. Yeah. I I would just assume that was cool with you. Yeah. You know, but I think in those situations where you have, you know, the home um, and just to kind of draw this funny thing, but guys know like anybody can come over to our house, my house, and I don't really care when. Yeah, That's not the same for you. No. Like the house needs to be right. It needs to be right. It needs to be right for that to happen. And, and I think there's a, there's a, there's a level of boundary or respect that you mm-hmm. have for your spouse that says, Hey, I can't just invite my parents over at any time because yeah. that may not be in line with what you want that night. Or yeah. maybe you've had a really hard day and you just want to relax and you don't want to entertain. I know, right. I know wives and moms feel like when somebody walks in, they've got to, they've got to put on, um, you know, the, yeah. the Ritz and say, yeah. it's got to all be done.
1: Your parents or aunt and uncles, or if, you know, if they're bypassing your spouse and not being inclusive mm-hmm. it can feel like a lack of respect or honor
0: mm-hmm.
1: um for your home for your marriage for yourself and so i think this is where you have to draw boundaries and come together as a couple in a united front and say hey when you do this this is going to be the consequence or mm-hmm. we are not going to allow this or you know if, if you show up unannounced this is what will happen and yeah. when that happens you stick to it and then they know hey they mean business and yeah. um you know, and then maybe that will begin the process of not that overstepping will then cease to happen.
0: Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll also go a little step further here. I, I know that there are, are I've actually counseled marriages where, you know, the mother actually moved in. Oh, yes. With- the, and it destroyed mm-hmm. their marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a level of, of of attachment or codependence that I think we can touch on when it comes to boundaries and respect. Yeah. That sometimes it's an unhealthy relationship mm-hmm. between whether it's father and father and son. I think mm-hmm. we see it more with with mom and daughter. Yeah. Uh, especially as parents get a little bit older, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden it becomes something of a physical situation where you're like, okay, mom's moving in, and you're yeah. like. Wait a second, we never discussed this. Yeah. Um, Sometimes that may be the only option, so there needs to be more discussions. But I would encourage you guys, mm-hmm. you know. In every situation if you're if you're in those where your parents get a little bit older have those conversations like what's going to happen here what what is that going to look like
1: Mm -hmm. no i agree i think if you guys if you haven't had those conversations with your spouse about boundaries with your extended family or even your Mm co-parents now is a great time to do that you know what is acceptable what is not acceptable Mm -hmm. what um what does boundaries look like to you is it um you know if if say your extended family reaches out to one person via text like do you slap your partner on the text thread with them or just say hey if you're going to approach me with requests about the kids or Mm -hmm. grandkids whatever you know um you need to approach us together what does that look like for you and your spouse and for your family you know i know that a lot of us have whenever the divorce does occur you know the extended family on the other side may not, um, you know, there may be some fallout there. And so, you know, maintaining boundaries with that, if there's any negativity Mm -hmm. that maybe they're speaking about you and your spouse Mm -hmm. to your kids, when they go over there, you know, discussing what those boundaries can look like too. And, um, you know, if your kids are coming back and saying, Hey, aunt Susie, uncle Joe, or grandpa and grandma are, you know, saying these things or, Mm -hmm. um, treating us differently or whatever the case may be, you know, you and your spouse having a plan and coming together to say, Hey, you know, we need to set a boundary and let's have those conversations and approach them, um, in a Christ-like manner, but going to them and saying, Hey, you know, what's going on and having that communication.
0: Well, and I'll also go one more step further here. When we talk about boundaries and we talk about unhealthy, unhealthy advice, a lot of times post-divorce, you know, your parents may have taken it really personal. Yeah. I mean, they saw their daughter or son being attacked or being, yeah. you know, mishandled or misused or abused or whatever that is. Now, years later, you may be going through a healing process. We talked last week about forgiveness. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you're wanting to take a step forward, but you have a completely unhealthy kind of advice train going to you. Yeah, Whether that be about your co-parenting relationship, mm-hmm. or I know a lot of couples struggle with, you know, people are extended family giving unwanted marriage advice into their yeah. current situation. So really just speaking in from a place of, it's not you, it's their mm-hmm. opinion or their perception. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't want to dishonor them by saying, you know what, just stop talking to me. Yeah, But how do we set that, um, boundary or maybe what would that conversation look like to say, Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm trying to move here, Mm but you keep, you're, you're, you're stuck in the past.
1: Yeah, I think it's just that. I think you start by first having the conversation and making the approach, whether that's in person, via, you know on the phone, via text, email, whatever that is. I think you first start by having the conversation and um, and extending your wishes and just putting it out there that, hey, this is what we're seeing and experiencing. This is our desire. This is the desire for mm-hmm. the relationship with, our relationship with you and the kid's relationship with you. And even if you guys are not in a good place, It reminds me of co-parents a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, even if you guys aren't in a good place, you can still be amicable and cordial to one another to provide Mm -hmm. um, a good relationship with the kids and that extended family. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, we also talk about... Apps. There's different family apps mm-hmm. where you can put the entire family on a chat together. You know, there's yeah. different chat groups and things like that 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 you can download, so to speak, mm-hmm. to do that, um, so that the family is is involved, but also maintaining some of those boundaries. If you're you know you're not in a good season.
0: Well, and I would just say you know sometimes stepping out into healthy boundaries is going to it's not going to be easy. Yeah. So if you're in that situation where you're Maybe you're getting feedback or people are talking to you and you feel like this is just an unhealthy cycle of mm-hmm. of of what's being put into your life into your kid's life yeah sometimes boundaries are there mm-hmm. to protect you and they need to be kind of solid walls of saying yeah. hey listen we're gonna put this boundary up because this is unhealthy mm-hmm. and this this is what you're doing that's unhealthy yeah. if you will make a choice not to do this we can move that boundary and allow this to happen Mm -hmm. more or allow more interaction yeah but it's sometimes it's so unhealthy yeah that's why boundaries protect us yeah and so i don't want to tell you that's going to be an easy boundary to set up and you're Mm going to really have to um sometimes have some really difficult conversations but those boundaries are there so that respect can be obtained yeah and that respect can be continued out yeah so I just I know when we're talking about this, and I know people are listening, and going, mm-hmm. "Man, I I know exactly the relationship you're talking about. I know exactly what I need to do, and I just I don't know how to do that. So we just want to encourage you to take yeah. one step at a time, mm-hmm. and uh, have conversations, start looking at boundaries. There's a lot of great books on boundaries. Yeah, there's a lot of great resources you can go out just to talk about you know what they look like, how to set them. Yeah, you know, so I encourage you to resource yourself up. Yeah. Um, and we say all this in the last you know, two podcasts, we talk about the importance of family, love and forgiveness, boundaries. Um, there's also a legacy yeah. and, a, and a heritage that we don't want to miss.
1: Yeah. And I think when, uh, I think going back to last week's episode, talking about the importance of family, family plays into that. Everybody can speak into that and play into that. Um, yes, it starts with the nucleus family. It starts with your core family. But there is so much wisdom and there are gifts that our extended family can give not only us but to our children mm-hmm. and so i think that is so important when it comes to legacy and building a future legacy and letting the legacy builders the ones before you um, mm-hmm. you know help guide and lead in that
0: yeah i think a lot of people kind of get in this this picture and i know we've been in this picture where we're we're raising kids and we're looking at you know, what's important during this time. Yeah. But I think and maybe there's some changes going on even in with us as we as Michael gets ready to go to college and we're trying yeah. to think about, you know, what does his adult life look like? And what is we we're having conversations with him yeah. about his extended family and what those relationships are. I just wanna press on you that at a certain point your parenting, you know, kids is going to be finished. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're going to start teaching your children words like legacy and heritage but they need to know what came before you. They need to know what, what path was laid before you got into the picture. Mm-hmm. They need to understand the legacy that they're inheriting and maybe the legacy that they want to live out. Yeah. And don't discount the input and the power that that can have from the extended family.
1: Yeah. Well, as you were talking, Scott, it reminded me of a scripture. So I I was looking it up and it's Psalm 78, four, and it says, we will not hide from, we will not hide them from their children, but tell the coming generation, the glorious deeds of the Lord and his might and the wonders that he has done. And I think this is where those extended family relationships and, you know, the grandparents or the aunts and uncles, great aunts and uncles, Mm -hmm. They have already lived a life and they have mm-hmm. walked a road and they can share um, the mighty things that the Lord has done in their life mm-hmm. and pass down those stories and pass down um, those gifts, so to speak. And so I think that's another just great reason why the extended family relationships are so important and really vital, I think, in the spiritual, mm-hmm. emotional and um, uh even physical bringing up of of the family when you're talking Mm -hmm. about legacy because it all starts somewhere, right? I know my mom's prayers and the things that I've watched my mom walk through and overcome and I can share those stories and then I have my own, you know, and these are things that we'll be able to share with our kids and our boys and then our grandchildren, and then they will be able to carry those stories down. And all of that can point back to the Lord and show them his faithfulness and his goodness and his power Mm -hmm. and authority and build up Mm -hmm. their faith in the Lord um, through those. And so you guys I think we have to be very careful um, because I know in blended families, it can be hard because we want to deny relationships because Mm -hmm. people have hurt us. But when we're doing that, you understand that we could deny them, um, the glory of God, we could deny mm-hmm. them, um, something so powerful that could change their lives. And mm-hmm. so, um, again, I think, uh, you know, going back to getting over our own crap and working mm-hmm. through that stuff and, um, providing those healthy, uh, relationships so that we can continue with the strong legacy.
0: Yeah, I, um, I don't know why we're talking about this and all of a sudden I'm just thinking about legacy and I'm thinking Mm -hmm. about the importance and I'm just, I, I, the thought that comes to mind is, is you want your children to have the whole picture.
1: Yeah. Good or ugly. I mean, you know, it it doesn't matter. Yeah.
0: It's the concept of when you don't know, you feel almost incomplete in that sense of saying, Hey, I just want to know what's going on here.
1: It also gives opportunity to be curse breakers and generational change makers, because when I know what my mom has gone through, when I know the addiction and the generational just crap that my family went through, man, it gives me a starting point of saying, yeah, not my family. And today I'm going to start breaking off things from that past Mm -hmm. so that my kids don't have to experience that my grandkids and my great grandkids. And so I think that is so wise in saying that Scott, that Mm -hmm. when you have the full story or you have as much of it as possible, man, there is so much power in that because Mm -hmm. it gives you the power and authority to go in um, and make an impact for the future.
0: Guys, we're going to conclude our kind of last couple podcasts on extended family. There's a lot that can be said or read about this topic. Yeah. Um, we hope that it's stirred something in you. Yeah, um, We hope that it's gotten you to a point where whether you're going to have that difficult conversation or maybe you're going to send that text or maybe you're going to extend that invite. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe your decision will be the bridge that, again, extends legacy and extends... A heritage of really good things uh, for the years to come. Um, we pointed to this resource last week. I, I don't want to leave without pointing to you again. Uh, we have some really dear friends, uh, Dave and Ashley Willis, who wrote a incredible book called married into the family yeah, and it's not necessarily from a blended family perspective but it deals with extended family relationships
1: it's a it's one of those books for everybody you guys whether you're blended or not yeah yeah
0: so um, these guys are absolutely wonderful it's a it's a great biblical resource for for those who are dealing with this you can get it on Amazon right now it's called married into the family go check it out yep Um, and then next week we're gonna start a new series right we're gonna do one on dating dating do you remember what it's like to date me? We're on, we're coming up on 10 years of marriage. 10 years, y'all. We're going to reminisce about the good things that we did, right?
1: Yeah. And, and maybe
0: some, some of the things, things that we, we were like, hey, God was protecting us. Not so right. Not so right. Not but anyway, so right. Okay, guys, thanks for being with us today. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to like, share, comment, leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you. You guys take care and have a wonderful day.
1: Be blessed in all that you do.
0: Hey, guys. So glad you were here with us today, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode.
1: And you can find more resources from Blended Kingdom Families at Join us. again next time as we hang out with more amazing podcast guests. And remember, nothing will